There's been a lot of talk and a lot of information lately about how to be a better student, but I don't think a lot of it, um, I don't think there's enough information, sorry, out there about how you could potentially be a better supervisor. I think we take a lot of our skills as supervisors for granted, or perhaps we assume we have the skills when we don't. So here are sort of here are six tips that I think that you can um, probably do right now, or certainly while you're in lockdown during COVID, to make yourself a better supervisor. But I do think these tips are also relevant beyond that time. So the first thing is to make sure that you do the in-house training. Now I know for a lot of you, particularly if you've supervised lots of students or if you've been supervising for a long time, uh, you probably think you don't have anything to learn from that training and that therein lies the first problem. There's probably lots that you could learn. At the very least, you'll get an in-depth understanding of how the PhD uh, system operates at the university that you're responsible for. The next thing that you should be doing is getting to know and understand your students. So we already know that about half of all PhD students enrolled in an Australian PhD want to go on to have a job at a, a non-university job when they complete. So knowing why your student is doing a PhD will be a really useful motivating factor that you can put into play later on when it comes, uh, when that challenging time comes for students, when they perhaps get into their middle years and they're finding progress hard. Uh, knowing your students and why they're doing a PhD will be re really useful for you. And at the very least, uh, showing interest in your students is a good way of engaging with them. The next thing to do is to model good behaviour. So research suggests that the majority of PhD students find that their supervisor has given them the necessary skills to be a researcher, but hasn't necessarily modelled the best behaviour to be a researcher. And that doesn't mean that they have modelled poor behaviour. In some cases, it means that the behaviours weren't evident to the students. And that could be because, you know, as a supervisor, perhaps you've got a senior role as an academic and you spend most of your time not um, doing research, but there's a lot of administration tasks that you need to do, so it's hard to model the behaviour. So you need to model good behaviour in the best way that you possibly can. And that could be lots of different ways. It could be being a good reviewer for them. It could be being a good reviewer for other people. It could be the way that you talk in seminars, the way that you ask questions in seminars. It could be how you um, show up to work every day. It could be how you set boundaries around work hours. It could be how you set boundaries around personal time. All of those things are good behaviours that you should be modelling. The fourth thing is to respect student time. A lot of advice for students is to respect their supervisor's time. And I think that's really important, but I think that we often lose track of how important this time is for a student. Now, this might seem a bit turned on its head that quote unquote, the subordinate needs to have their time valued. But I definitely feel that that's the case. And I feel like it needs to be valued on two levels. The first is the micro level, the day-to-day -day level, making sure that you value the student's time. So if you set a time to meet with your student, don't cancel in the last 24 hours. That's just disrespectful. You wouldn't like it if they did it to you. So respect their time as well. At the, at the macro level, at the higher level, the important thing is to respect their time around how long it takes for them to complete the journey. Increasingly, there's pressure on students completing in Australia anyway of in three years or maybe three and a half years. So what's really important is that you as a supervisor 
respect that and don't send them on tangents that are likely to be of little benefit to their PhD. Yes, the questions might be interesting. Yes, the research might be interesting, but will it value the PhD? And if the answer is no, it probably won't, then maybe the thing that you should be doing is not sending them on that tangent, at least not until um, you've established that the impact that it will have on the time frame that it will take to complete a PhD. The fifth thing is to refer to others. As supervisors, we can potentially think that we should be the, um, the font of all knowledge and all information, but I reckon one of the best things that we can do is to encourage our students to go and seek help elsewhere. So in, in a very simple way, careers is probably the best example. As academics, as supervisors, our whole career has probably been in university, in academia, and for whatever reason, we seem like we can give advice to students that concerns a non-academic career when you've had little first-hand experience of that. So in those instances, maybe refer to other students that you've already supervised who are no longer in your group and no longer in academia. They might be the best advice of the best places to get information for your students about careers. The same is also true about research, about experiments. And to be honest, I think a lot of researchers do refer to other experts about experimental conduct. So just continue to do that. The final thing that's important for students is to have a sense of progress. Um, and so as a PhD supervisor, your job is to help make that progress visible, to help show them where they've come from and where, and where they are now and that they have made progress, to show them that the little thing matters, that getting an experiment to work is progress, that getting several experiments to work is progress, even though overall getting one experiment or two experiments is not going to create a PhD, it is still progress towards their final outcome. So in summary, my six tips, do the in-house training, know your students, model good behavior, respect their time, refer to others and make progress visible. I hope these things help.